say something about the collect for today's feast of the Holy Innocents and then something about the mystery of Egypt. First, the collect is one of those prayers that we would dare not say except the liturgy place the prayer on our lips. It's one of those dangerous prayers. In what way is it dangerous? O God, whose praise this day the innocence thy martyrs confessed, not in speaking but in dying, and here comes the dangerous line, mortify and kill all vices in us, that in our conversation, the Latin word here is conversatio, which means that in our way of life, our habitual way of acting and being and thinking and doing, our life may express thy faith, which with our tongues we do show forth. This is the kind of prayer that I say is dangerous insofar as it threatens the survival of the old man in us. The old man feels very threatened when we pray this prayer because he knows that his days are numbered. It takes great courage to say to God, mortify, which means put to death, put to death and kill the vices in us. We grow fond of our vices. We become attached to our vices. We have pet vices. What is a vice? A vice is an action that is wicked, that is sinful, that is repeated and by dint of repetition becomes something that uh, is very difficult to undo and something that becomes, alas, characteristic of us. Uh, a sin that is, uh, if you've pardoned the expression, a once-off sin uh, is one thing, but a sin that is repeated so often as to become almost second nature is what we call a vice. And uh, we have our vices and we become comfortable living with them. We cozy up to our vices and we don't want to see them put to death or killed because they bring us some measure of false security and uh, illusory comfort. And so it takes the church in her liturgy to uh, make us say, 
these vices with which I have uh, grown uh, cozy, comfortable, these vices that offer me some fleeting uh, consolation or the illusion of some satisfaction, God killed them in me. That's, that's a very direct prayer. And we can be grateful to our mother, the church, that she makes us saved. I, I think often of the, the, the mama who has to make her child say something that he doesn't want to say. And she repeats it and she says, now you must say it. And finally the child says it and feels better once he said it. So it is with the liturgy of the church. Mother Church says to us, now you must say this, but I don't want to. Listen, you must say it. Mortify and kill all my vices, but I don't want to say it. Say it. And finally, we say it. And we breathe a great sigh of relief because it's precisely what we needed to say. So that's the wisdom of being guided by the liturgy in all things. The liturgy is the way the Holy Ghost directs us. The second thing I would call to your attention is this mystery, I call it, mystery of Egypt. A mystery is something not apparent, something hidden, a meaning that is not immediately disclosed. One has to wonder why God allowed the slaughter of the innocents and the descent into Egypt. Would it not have been more effective more efficient if the Redeemer had been able to begin his life on earth without this detour into Egypt. Why the detour? This throws light on the detours in my life and in yours. Why does God allow seasons of our lives in Egypt? Robbie, you must have had your years in Egypt. Why did God allow that detour into Egypt? What was he doing in your life during that time? Don Benedict, you had your season in Egypt probably more than one. And we ask ourselves, why the detour? Why could my life had not, why has my life not gone straight, in one direction, unfolded in a kind of seamless continuity? But the life of the Redeemer did not begin with a seamless continuity. Rather, there was this exile 
the suffering of being strangers in a foreign land, the loneliness of being in another culture where another language was spoken, among people who were not the children of Israel, Reflect on where you have gone. Reflect on the Egypts in your life. It may have been a job you had. It may have been a relationship you had. It may have been a sojourn in another place. It may have been a period of darkness and interior exile may have been a time in your life when you felt alienated from others or alienated even from yourself. God puts to good use these seasons in Egypt. Here below, in this Valley of Tears, we will not understand the why of our seasons in Egypt. We have only to trust that God, by making us take a detour into Egypt, spared our lives from some tyrannical, homicidal threat. God spared us for something else. We can only, when we look at our lives and read our lives through the lens of faith, say, I adore all that thou hast done in my life without understanding why. All that thou hast permitted, all that thou hast allowed, even my going down into Egypt and my coming up again, I adore thy providence, I adore thy will. Or as Mother Bechtil said on her deathbed, I adore and I submit. I adore and I submit. And when faced with something like the slaughter of the innocents, one cannot make sense of it. One can only say, I adore and I submit. And in that adoration and in that submission we will find peace.